الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا عن عائشه رضي الله تعالى عنها قالت سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لا تذهب الليالي والايام حتى تعبد اللات والعزى صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دوشي قولي respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home <coughs> the very last day of this world will be when the trumpet will be blown into nafkhe sur when the trumpet will be blown into in the hadith of nabiy kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has somewhat described to us the enormity of that horn or that trumpet the words i use is only in english trumpet and horn it is not the trumpet that we picture and it is not the horn that we picture it is completely different allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used the term sur and if you read any translation of the quran you will clearly uh, read at the heading of it in the starting of it like if you take the tarjuma of translation of muhammad tiktal or yusuf ali right on the front page it will say that one cannot translate the quran in any other language that is why again i don't want to go out of my topic the first translation of the quran was in the language of farsi then in urdu and only later on even then some of the scholars were not giving permission that should the quran be translated into the english language so the horn and the trumpet is only a, a, a translation of sur hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that the circumference of the horn or the trumpet is as large as the heavens and the earth as large as the heavens and the earth and hazrat israfil alaihi salatu wassalam is holding that sur in his one hand that is why our sallallahu alaihi wasallam would often say in his gathering to the companions kayfa an'amu how can i live a comfortable life wa sahibul qarni qad iltaqama the one with the horn is holding the horn close to his lips how can i live a comfortable life the companions when they heard this from nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam straight away they said o prophet of allah is there any dua is there something that can save us from the calamity of that day from the difficulties of that day 
آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم از رحمۃ العالمین اسٹریٹ اوے پرسکرپشن واز گیون ٹو دیم آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سیٹ ٹو دا کمپینینز وچ از آلسو ا لیسن فار اس ہی سیز کولو سی حسبنا الله ونعم الوکیل حسبنا الله ونعم الوکیل میک دس یو تسبیح اللہ از سفیشنٹ فار اس اینڈ ہی از دا بیسٹ پروٹیکٹر وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلِ عَلَى اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ And upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we put our trust. Prior to this day when the trumpet will be blown a wind will come from the direction of Syria. Syria again a very blessed country. Ardesham and all that area today Jordan, Lebanon, Syria and Palestine that will be the platform which is known as Maidan-e-Hashar everything will be flattened everything will be completely different if the shams kubirat and if the nujum kadarat and if the jibal suyirat and if the ishar utilat these are ayats of the Quran that inform us that the dunya will not be what we see today everything will be different so syria lebanon palestine and jordan these are blessed areas as mentioned today also in the juma khutbah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said subhanallazi asra bi abdihi laylam min al-masjid al-haram ila al-masjid al-aqsa glory be to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who took his servant in Uh, in the night from masjid haram to masjid aqsa after that he said alladhi barakna hawlahu and in the surroundings the precincts of that area allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made that area a blessed area that is why that area till today is known as al-quds and al-quddus is also the name of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and al-quds means the blessed area the blessed area 1000 anbiya alayhim salatu was salam are buried in that area my respected brothers 1000 we cannot forget masjid al-aqsa at all the first qibla for the believers 17 months nabi akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed salat facing masjid al-aqsa with the companions 17 months subhanallah alazim only later on Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's wish was that the Qibla should be towards Haram, Masjid al-Haram and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his dua. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a cool breeze will come from the direction of Syria and it will have a direct effect on the hearts of every believer. Every heart which has Tawheed the kalima inside it la ilaha illallah in the hadith it comes that the believer will feel a slight pain towards or under his armpit and eventually he will fall unconscious and he will die the ruh will be taken out every single believer at that time the wind the cool breeze will not affect the kuffar at that time it will only target the muslims the believers 
In the hadith, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has even said that if a person was to turn his face away or run away from this breeze and hide himself somewhere in the mountains, even then this breeze, this hawa, this wind will follow him and it will seize him and eventually he will die. Until every single person, every mu'min will collapse, fall unconscious and later on he will die. Subhanallah, at that time the only people who will be left will be those who are the, the worst people. The worst people on the surface of this earth from the time of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. The most immoral, debauched, uh, degenerated people. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said uh, some of the traditions. It is not a hadith, it is a khabar. It is a tradition. And uh, the trans- translation of it is that Allah Ta'ala commanded Israfil to delay in the blowing of the trumpet for 40 years. For 40 years, every time someone recites La ilaha illallah. So near towards the end of Qiyamah, if there is anyone who says La ilaha illallah, in honor of that one kalima, the blowing of the trumpet will be delayed for how many years? 40 years. At that time, there will be hardly any person who will even recognize the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has explained to us the condition of the people at that time. He has said in the hadith, لَا يَعْرِفُونَ مَعْرُوفًا They will not recognize anything that is good. They won't recognize anything that is good. You talk to a Hindu person and you tell him that how can you drink uh, cow's urine? And he will say it is absolutely natural for me. I'm telling a fact. I with my own eyes have seen that. It is not something, it is part of the belief. That it is absolutely park like water, like how we treat zamzam water. So even something dirty becomes pure when the intellect is taken away by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Exactly what Huzur alayhi salam is saying, لَا يَعْرِفُونَ مَعْرُوفًا Something that is good, they will not recognize it. وَلَا يَنْفِرُونَ مُنْكَرًا And they will not denounce anything that is evil. So if they see something that is evil, they, will, they won't say anything, they will stay quiet. And when that becomes the condition of people, history will repeat itself again prior to the day when the trumpet will be blown. فَيَتَمَثَّلُ لَهُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith, the shaitan again will come to them in human form. Like how he came to the community of Nuh alayhi salatu wa salam before Hazrat Nuh alayhi salam. When the five great pious people, Wad, Suwa, Yahus, Ya'uq and Nasr, these were pious people, awliyaullah of their time, five great buzrugs related to five communities, just before the time of Hazrat Nuh alayhi salatu was salam. When they died, shaitan came in the form of a human being. Oh, how can you forget these pious people? How can you? That is why it is very, very important that we have 
a sense of balance in Islam. A sense of balance. We are not to go extremely, extremely deep into something. Eating too much is also harmful. You pray Quran excessively, you perform Salat excessively and you continue, even that is not jive. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam did not like that system. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa kathalika ja'allakum ummatan wa sata. This ummat is a moderate ummat. The, the middle path, that is what we should choose. Subhanallah al-Azim. So, going back, where was I? Hazrat Anu alayhi salatu wa salam. Five Buzrugs, when they passed away, the shaitan came and told them that uh, draw their pictures, make their faces, erect their statues, and every time you leave in the morning to your workplace or whatever you're working, as uh, look at the picture of Wadsuwa, Yahus, Ya'uk, and Nasr. You will, the day will go by with Barakah. And that continued. One generation, two generation, three generation, eventually these five Buzruks became the five idols which are mentioned in the, in the Quran. And Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, this hadith is recorded in the Sahih of Imam Muslim, narrated by Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, Sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she says that, I heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, La tazhabil layali wal ayyam. Towards the day of Qiyamah, Laat and Uzza will be worshipped. Hatta tu'abadul Laat wal Uzza. Towards the day of Qiyamah, Laat and Uzza will be worshipped. Laat and Uzza before the coming of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam were the main idols, main gods that the Arabs would worship. Worshipping the idols was in their blood. It was the food of an Arab at that time. They, they needed that. Every tribe had their own idols. Laat, Uzza, Manat is mentioned in Surah Najm and in Surah Nuh the five idols are mentioned. If, I, if, I, if someone can just give me this board. I have put down the name of the five idols that are mentioned in the Quran. In Surah An-Nuh, Wad, Suwa, Yaghus, Ya'uq and Nasr are mentioned. Wad became the, the idol for the community of Dawmatul Jandal, Suwa became the, the, uh, the idol for the people of Hudayl, Yaghus became the idol of Banu Ghutayma, Ya'uq became the idol of the people of Hamdan, Nasr became the idol of people of Himyar, Laat and Uzza, people living in Taif, people living in Taif, that was their God. And generally Laat and Uzza was respected and worshipped with every single one day. Laat and Uzza near the area of uh, Shamia, even today towards Haram Park, an area is known as Shamia. These are just some of the idols, name of some of the idols that are mentioned in the Quran. Iconoclasts, the one who, the companions who are famously known to have destroyed the idols. What idol 
was destroyed by Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala Lot idols were destroyed by Hazrat Mughaira bin Sha'ba radiallahu ta'ala Uzza idols were destroyed by Hazrat Khalid bin Walid again and Suwa idols were destroyed by Hazrat Amr bin As radiallahu ta'ala just to put in front of you the condition of the Arabs eight years after the migration took place when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam returned back to Makkatul Mukarrama on his camel behind him was sitting Hazrat Usama radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Usama was sitting with him Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat Usama was from Makkah Mukarrama returned back with Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam when he came back sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that time had a powerful army strong companions at that time Aws and Khazraj that entire clan became Muslims of Madinatul Munawwara a powerful army of 10,000 marching towards Makkatul Mukarrama those mushrikeen who were in Makkatul Mukarrama when they heard of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam coming Allahu Akbar a lot of them ran out of Makkah Mukarrama or some of them took refuge in uh, people's home who were respected and honored thinking that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam because they are the leaders in Makkah Mukarrama uh, maybe Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam will spare them and they were hiding when Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam entered Makkah Mukarrama these are the words coming out from Rahmatul Alameen sallallahu alayhi wasallam Inna fatahna laka fatham mubina all praises go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah has granted us a clear victory victory comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the greatest victory is to die in the condition of Iman that is the ultimate victory La ilaha illallah Muhammadu Rasulullah that your body is laid down in the grave in the condition of Iman and you have a group of Muslims praying Salatul Janazah behind you even if 30 people pray Salatul Janazah behind you Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said if 30 believers pray Janazah Salat behind a mu'min Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala forgives the sins of that person Allahu in the hadith it is even mentioned that anyone who dies near the haram masjid aqsa masjid aqsa and is buried close to masjid aqsa he is saved from the punishment of qabr Allahu Akbar this is the fazilat we hear of jannatul baqi and we hear of jannatul mu'alla there is also fazilat of the, that area the vicinity that is around uh, masjid aqsa subhanallah so you are saved from the azab of kabar hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he came the first thing he did when he entered the city makkatul mukarramah he came towards the haram the mataf was empty none of the mushrikeen were there the mushrikeen would make tawaf without their clothes this was the jahalat in them Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam came he came close to the door of Kaaba some of the Mu'arrikhin, the historians have said that at that time uh, Kaaba had two doors one from which they would enter and the other from which they would exit so there was one for one entry and one was the exit even today 
I haven't seen it recently, but in the old pictures, there is a mark just uh, on the side of Rukne Yamani, where one can see a different color that there had been a door on that side, and it has been sealed. So we only have one door for Kaaba today in our time, but in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there were two doors. Imagine the Jaharat. I said this today to uh, Ibrahim al-Fulaq, that uh, he said to me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Hakim and Halim, he has a lot of patience. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Maliki Yawmiddin, he has the full knowledge. In his house built by Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, 360 idols were stored. Just imagine my respect to them. Can anyone do that today in a masjid in Leicester? Let alone Masjid al-Haram. In Masjid al-Haram, 360 idols packed, stored on top of each other. Wooden idols, stone idols, all sorts of idols were there, 360. Abu sallallahu this is a miracle which only the companions witnessed, Allahu Akbar. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered Masjid al-Haram and these are the words he said, Jaa al-Haqq wa zahaq al-Batil inna al-Batil kana zahuka It is said that majority of the idols fell down from their places when Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam recited this word. The truth has come and falsehood has perished. That is why I told you earlier on, Abu Jahl had his own idol, Uzzah, which he would worship and take pride in. And every day at night he would come and cry in front of his stone idol and say, Oh gee, look what's happening. Prophet Muhammad, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who claims to be a prophet, he is mocking with you. He is saying to his people that you are a stone, you can't hear, you can't see, you are deaf, dumb. He is literally swearing at you. Oh, Uzza, kuch karo, kuch karo, kya hai, how can he talk about you like that? We have been worshipping you for generations. Talk to me. Abu Lahab and Abu Jahl would sometimes get angry and they would even shake the idol with their, with their temper. This is Jahalat. This is Jahalat. Allah Today someone told me that in uh, in India there is a celebration of this Hindu god that they have been worshipping for uh, so many uh, days and the end of that idol is that they throw that idol away in the river somewhere and it drowns. And this is the, the end of it. Allah Subhanallah. Isn't it a great na'mah that we say Allahu Akbar. All praises be to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And we go in ruku and we go in sujood. Every rule, every sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is nur. Abu Jahl got angry and he said, tomorrow I am going to take you in front of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and you going to speak in front of him. Early in the morning he woke up, he was angry, he didn't know what to do. Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam and the companions were even taunting Abu Jahl at that time. Yeah. And that is what Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam said to his father, Uffil lakum, uff on you, O oh father. This is a, a, an Arabic term, 
that oath on you. Have you no sense? Where is your intellect? How can you worship? Something that cannot hear. Something that cannot see. That cannot help you remove any calamity that is to come to you. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the next day was walking Abu Jahl grabbed hold of his idol, the family idol, which he worshipped Uzzah, and pointing it towards Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, recognizing that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is coming in front. And even before Hab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got close to him, he shouted, Ya Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, today my idol is going to answer all your questions, whatever you say to him. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Who can make muqabla of Rahmatullil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Who can make muqabla? Even Jibreel Ameen. 90% of the journey he accompanied Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in Ma'raj. But a point came in the area of Sidratil Muntaha where he said, Ya Rasulullah, I have no power to go ahead. This maqam, this platform is only reserved for you, Ya Rasulullah. Go ahead. This is the darja of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is Allah, Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam is Ahmad. Allah is Khalik, Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam is Makhluk. We have to maintain that balance. Abu Jahl comes in front of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he is there shaking the idol. Speak, speak like a debate. Say whatever you want and he will answer everything. Arabs took great pride in the Arabic language. Speak in your tongue the fasahat and balagat that, O oh Muhammad, you speak in. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke, subhanallah, the most eloquent language, Arabi. No ustaz. Ambi Ali Musalatu wa sallam don't have teachers. It was only Mirza Ghulam Muhammad Qadiani who had teachers. He did not know English. His father had to hire a person who knew English. He did not even know Farsi. So, uh, the father had to look for someone who knew Farsi. He did not know Arabic. And a teacher had to come. Allahu Akbar Kabira, Staghfirullahilazim, calling himself uh, a successor to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah, and yet he was not even a hafiz of the Quran. Staghfirullah. But you see this, uh, all sorts of people, Professional people especially have become murtad and they want to follow Qadianism. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Abu Jahl, let him speak. And there was movement from the bottom side, the feet, the feet were shaking. And he says, you see, now life is coming in Uzzah. <laughs> and surely life was coming in Uzzah. Do you remember, was it a few months ago, a year ago, when uh, some of the idols were sipping milk, <laughs> taking in milk along. <laughs> what will happen? It is a good thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, made halal food for us. We can eat vegetables and we can also eat meat. Subhanallah. And there was movement in the feet of that idol. And he says, you see now, he is going to answer to all your questions, you and your companion. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
looked at the idol and he says, Man ana, who am I? Uzza, tell him, tell him, Man ana, who am I? Tell him, Allahu Akbar. Uzza, the one they worshipped, Subhanallah, at that time, this was a miracle of Uzzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Uzza declared that the beautiful face that is in front of me is none other but the face of Rahmatullil Alameen. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu annaka Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu. I bear witness that there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. He got so angry and he threw his idol on the floor. That idol for generations that Uzzah was worshipped for generations. It is there on the ground into pieces. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he gives hidayat, he gives hidayat. When he does not want to give hidayat, he does not give hidayat. At that time, a great opportunity was there for Abu Jahl to say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. But on the contrary, he said that, Oh Muhammad, like how you have done magic to your people, you have done magic to Uzza also, you are a great magician. فَإِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلِيهِ that is why Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala at the age of four the father took him to the temple where the family idol was there and holding the fingers of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq four years of age Kitna? four years he is the only one subhanallah that oh, is better let me just finish off this story inshallah and then tell you the, the status of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq at the age of four, the father took him for the first time to the temple where all the idols were stored. He took Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq in one area and he said, This is our family idol, O Abu Bakr. Bow down to this idol and ask him whatever you want. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq at the age of four with great fasahat and balaghat, with the, the power that he had in the Arabic language, he, he said to the idol in front of the father that was there that I am hungry, give me food. I am thirsty, give me water. I am hungry, give me food. I am thirsty, give me water. The father is looking at the son. Oh, it's a very hard question to answer, isn't it? And Abu Bakr was all prepared. <laughs> All prepared. Allah He had a stone in his hand, the right hand, and he said to the father, Father, you are telling me that it is this idol that protects you from all the evil that comes to you. He said, Yes, my son. He says, Okay. And he looked at the idol, he said, Oh idol, there is one evil coming to you and that is the stone that I have in my hands. Protect yourself, only then I will believe you. And he threw the stone to the idol and the idol broke. <laughs> the father got so angry that he, Abu Kuhafa was his name. Abu Kuhafa slapped Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Abu Bakr Siddiq fell down. Abu Bakr Siddiq with his father then went home. And like normal parents, the father wants to talk to the wife. Yeah. What have you done? Look what your son has done. He has humiliated me in front of all these people. 
and the wife has to take the pressure of lifting. Allah, the mother of Abu Bakr Siddiq said, you have no right to talk to my child Abu Bakr like that. He is my son, he is my beautiful child. And there is one thing which she mentioned which is also in the tafsir, tafsir is Zarqani. She says that when I gave birth to Abu Bakr Siddiq, I heard this voice that glad tidings be to you, O mother of Siddiq. Siddiq is the name given to this boy in the heavens. Glad tidings be to you, this boy will be the great companion. Lisahibi Muhammadin Rafiqun. He will be the great companion of the great Nabi that is to come and that is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Subhanallah. And that is what happened. He was the first man to accept Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the Prophet. So Lat and Uzza, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that just before, towards the day of Qiyamah, people will start idol worshipping again like how it was in the time of Nuh alayhi salatu wa sallam. That is why the tribe of Banu Saqib, when they came to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah put in front of them the, the fundamentals of Islam and said to them that accept Islam and salvation will be given to you. The leaders of Banu Saqif said, Oh, oh Muhammad every single person here, the entire tribe of Banu Saqib will accept you as the Prophet and will become Muslims, but with one condition. With one condition. For three years, we need your permission that we can keep Uzza and Lat, the two idols in our homes. We won't worship it. We will only worship Allah. And we take you as the messenger of Allah. But for generations, our forefathers have been worshipping, worshipping, worshipping Lat and Uzza. How can we get rid of Lat and Uzza in one day? Give us three years, slowly and slowly we will get rid of Lat and Uzza. Wasallam looked at Banu Saqif, the tribe, and he said, Islam is a serious religion. There is no compromise with La ilaha illallah or Muhammadur Rasulullah. You are either a Muslim or you are a non-Muslim. There is no compulsion in Islam. Islam is there. The Quran is there. The Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is there. The Masajid are there. The Minarets are there. We have Muazzins who chant out Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah. The Nishani, the signs are there. And, and the tribe, the people of Banu Saqif said, Ya Rasulullah, if not for three years, then give us a chance for two years. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, not even for two years. Ka ek saal. Our Jamaat ke saati kehta hai na? Chaar mahine ke. Ek saal. They start from one year. They start from one year. And you get one, odd, odd few people one year. And then they slowly come down. I said, four months, you know, char, 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 if not three, then two years. Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, No. Ya Rasulullah. 
if not two, one year. Uzur alayhi salatu wasalam said, la, not even for one year. They came down to one month. O Prophet of Allah, let us keep Uzzah and Lat. This Uzzah and Lat were the main problem for the Arab society at that time. For one month, Uzzur alayhi salam has said to them, not even for one month. Not even for one month. And this again was the miracle of Uzzur alayhi salatu wasalam. He looked at the tribe and he selected two, Abu Sufyan and Hazrat Mughaira bin Shu'bah. His name was also mentioned there. Hazrat Mughaira bin Shu'bah and he said, Mughaira stand up. Abu Sufyan stand up. I want you to go back, return to your homes, to your tribes where you come from and break every single idol that is there found in the homes, Lat and Uzza, break them all down. And at that point, all the people that were there took shahada on the hands of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And after saying La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they became companions, they became muhajireen, they became ansar, and they hated the sight of idols. They hated the sight of idols. Allahu Akbar. And, and the barakah of that is still found today if you go to Saudi Arabia, the people there, I'm not saying it's absolutely right, but you will see that they are very, very strong when it comes to Tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Very, very strong. Even if you are making dua in front of the Raza, you will find the police will be there and they will say to you, please turn around and make dua towards the Qibla. But then they have they, their extreme points, we won't go into that. But the effects are still there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam said that uh, towards the day of Qiyamah, Lat and Uzza will be worshipped. And that will be again the days just before the trumpet will be blown into. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. A lot of time has been taken. Inshallah we will continue from where we have stopped here uh, in the next session. وَخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنْ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ دُعَكَ اللَّهِ اللهم صلي على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم صلي على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله العظيم اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان عليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سمعنا وطانا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا رحم الرحيم